G'day Sports by Fry fans, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Sports by Fry podcast, hosted by yours truly, I'm back on another Sunday sit down with J-Lo, plenty to unpack in the sporting world, plenty of relevant AFL news after the second buy round is officially completed, lots to still work out with our AFL fantasy signs for the home run, and then of course... In the NBA, we've got a new champion, and Anthony Davis is now a Laker. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. All right, we are back on a Sunday. Plenty to talk about this weekend. Uh, Anthony Davis is a Laker. I'm now a Max Gorn owner, and uh, Frio Dockers might be premiership contenders. Ooh. Okay. No, let's, let's not get too heavy. Well, that was just a very smooth intro for once. Well done. It wasn't clunky at all. Yeah. It feels like you planned it. Did you pre-plan it? I planned that, yes. Oh, <laughs> oh, I was, was going to say, mate, you were on fire. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, Frio. <laughs> yeah, I don't think... Uh, they were good. I don't think I'm going to go that crazy, but yeah, it was... A, like I was saying last week, I think it was last week, maybe before, like, if Frio's going to do anything meaningful this year, they have to, like, win the games they're meant to win, and... Against Port Adelaide at home, you know, you got to take care of the business. Absolutely, yeah, and they did a fantastic job. Loved them. Loved Mickey Walters. Looked like one of the best I players love Walters. in the whole competition at the moment. Um, like, everyone's lauding his left foot, and rightly yep. so. He was fantastic. His work rate's amazing, too. Yeah. Quick aside, the uh, bloke that is generating a lot of buzz in this draft class who has been compared to Mick Walters, Liam Henry, okay. he's a Frio Next Gen Academy prospect. Oh, um, right. Played pretty good in their game. I think they played... Don't think they played the curtain raiser for the Dockers, but uh, it would have been actually Saturday. So um, apparently looked really good. So there's another bloke to uh, keep your eye on. Imagine if you can have two of them. Beautiful. Oh, two Mickey Walters. Wow, that'd be fantastic. But yeah, you boys look fantastic. Port Adelaide, uh, a little banged up, but they fought hard. Trav Boak still looked good. Um, but yeah, I'm liking the look of you fellas. I said at the start of the year, I thought you'd make the eight. You did. So. I will side with you there. I, I was wrong on this one. But hey, there's only uh, 13 games in the books, there's still plenty of footy still to be played. So, speaking of plenty of footy still to be played, we need to transition into our fantasy teams because I'm going to launch into the post-buy regime with a pretty nice-looking outfit. How's uh, Chris Blorken shaping up? Yeah, the they've, yeah they've, uh, they've actually looked good. A few little nifty uh, moves. What did you score well, this week? Scored well this week, sorry, I should say. Scored, ooh, good question. Uh, I got 19-15. Poof, pretty good. So I was pretty happy with that. Moved up uh, a good... Two or nearly two thousand in the rankings, sitting okay. around five five. Yep, it seemed like for good coaches, a score in that like nineteen range was uh, required. Uh, I was nowhere near that. I uh, yeah. fell below seventeen hundred this week. But yeah. four rookies getting dropped at team selection kind of stung. I got stuck with blokes like Nick Larky and that, and I didn't have the same like ballistic scores like I did Last the week before. Yeah. So kind of sucks a bit. But like I said, my team is shaping up very nicely. How's your uh, trade plans? Uh, early in the week they're good we were laughing today um, about how much planning you put into the buyers <laughs> yeah. compared to me and it's uh, it's worked out terribly for you Like, and it's just it really does come down to luck over these three weeks it really uh, does Yeah. so if you are struggling out there I guess it's uh, you're not alone but next week still, we might we're sorry big, you go you go but there's still a chance like Fro was saying to bounce out of the buyers yeah, with a really nice looking team I guess um, so Yep, Chris Balkan's looking good. A couple of elite backs, probably, or an elite back coming in, an elite ruckman coming in this week. Yeah, um, that wits to 
Gorn move will be a very popular one this week, I reckon. Uh, yeah. I'm personally, I've been saying all year I'm going to do it, and I think I am going to pull the trigger. It is a pretty hefty move. I think it costs you about 150k, but we were counting today, there's 73 points difference between those two. However, Max Gorn still has one more game up his sleeve. Yeah, I was going to so, say. Because I was trying to figure it out. I was like, that does not sound right. Yeah. We were trying to figure it out earlier. But he, uh, he has one more game up his sleeve. Say he goes 130. That's 200 points difference for the entire year yeah. for picking wits over Gorn. So it's a great pick if you started with him, but I think it's a wise move. Like you've got to have the best two at some point, right? So Absolutely. you may as well load up with him when you can. Yeah, and it makes perfect sense coming into the buy, especially if you're struggling this week, which is why I'm sort of going to go a, a bit of a pay up, even though wits is performing pretty admirably up yeah. here in Gold Coast. Um, sort of pretty high floor, I guess. It's yeah, nice he's always good for about 40, 50 hit-outs. Exactly, 10, leads 15. the league in hit-outs, so that does make him a little bit safer. But yeah, probably going gone. Probably going to bring uh, Stewart in for stack, because uh, that'll make a lot of sense for my buyers. A lot of people are asking popular question like early on in the week is, is it all right to move on from Walsh and Sydney stack? Like Those rookies that you know aren't really performing like rookies, but really, if you look at a great game from stack and from Walshy, like... With the exception of maybe that like 137 while she had. They're not amazing. It's like, wow, that 110. You're like, yeah, well, that's what a big upgrade can average in your team. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. These guys have to go sooner or later. If you're yeah. getting, like, Shannon Hearn will probably be another popular in with Stuart this week off his buy. So yeah. Yeah. if you go and stack to him or Walshy to, like, a McRae type who's pretty underpriced at the moment... Yeah. Um, who else were we were looking at earlier? A Lockie Neal's almost up for grabs. Yeah, surely. Bit of value around. Even Rory Sloan. Giving, uh, yeah, coming yeah. off that injured 30, he kind of took a bit of a price hit. So Yeah, and he's still just not quite hitting his break even each mm. week. I've sort of owned does have a buyer this week, though. So obviously yeah, for sure. Things. But just, yeah. just on those valuable rookies as well, I think it's important. Like You do have to move them on at some point because you've you got to get to those premiums. But there's also a couple of guys coming through, like a Griffin Lowe, who have 100 oh, straight off the bat thank this week. God. That was, I was pretty kissed, uh, pretty lucky to get him into my team because I kind of did that out of necessity. With yeah. Isaac coming going out, like I was, I, because he's around twelve, or I was like, oh, can't complain. It's going to help if he gets two scores. But yeah, yeah, I was, I nearly didn't pull the trigger, so it was kind played of played a played almost like a Brad Shepherdy role, mm. and like, and I could really see him actually being as serviceable as a Stack or a Marty Hoare, or yeah. maybe not quite a Walsh, but I could, I could see him not averaging a hundred, but like he maybe could just, getting a quite a few eighties. I was going to say he could be a seventy bloke, like that's around what Marty Hall's averaging. I think Sydney Stack's a little bit closer to eighty, but like. Somewhere in the seventies is pretty good, especially for two hundred. You're still getting for what two hundred and forty, fifty grand. Benefit a lot of two fifty four. Uh, it cost Luke Ryan's rebound game. Who was he was unreal this week. I Luke love Luke Ryan. Ryan. Just I've, quietly, I've never had the. I had him last year actually, but I've never had the Kahuna's at this season to bring him in. But I'm like, ah, oh. this is a Brandon Ellis, isn't he? Like, yeah, he like has that. a one thirty every like five or six weeks and piques my interest. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's tempting. He's five seventy at the moment. Probably one one year off it. You yeah. feel like next year might be like a worth taking a punt. Well, Nathan Wilson coming to the side kind of hurt his impact a bit. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah like he's got two scores over 110 in the last five games, but then he's got a 60 in there and a 70. He's had a 58 earlier, yeah. so you feel he has like some of these sort of crappy thing, games. That's the sort of thing that three or four years in a system and just little lessons about consistency will get you. You know, yeah. it's probably, you know, he's still a young fella, so hopefully he keeps looking good for you boys. I love him. Absolutely. Just a quick one. We aren't talking fantasy, but the Dockers and Eagles are fifth and sixth at the moment on the ladder next to each other. I talked about, uh, I think I said this to you this week, maybe yeah, last week. Uh, imagine if they met in a final. 
it, it, I mean, it has I'm to happen sh- sooner or later, right? I'm sure there's fans who would know what it's like to have teams meet the finals, like home, like big rivals or yeah. something. So I guess it would be similar, but because it's never happened, I'm just, I don't know. I feel like it would decimate the other team. Yeah, it's, some, you it's something you could always uh, have over the other. Exactly. Well, like, we beat you in uh, 2023, yeah, so how about that? that one? mattered the most, more yeah. than any derby. Yeah, I, um, it genuinely is there. Yeah, because you think about those years that it was West Coast, Frio, both up and running, like both minor premier Yeah, threats. around the mark. Um, those derbies... That was like, only like actually five, six years ago. They're like, oh, this is probably for us to beat you on the ladder. And like, yeah. we're actually, this is who's the best in the AFL. So if it was a final, oh, it would be brutal. But I would love it. I'd yeah, love it, it would. Second. Don't know if I'm ready for it, but uh, yeah, it would be awesome. Yeah. All right, so let's quickly, uh, before we transition to more NBA talk, uh, go through some trade news and trade moves. So like you said, what were you going to stack to Stuart? Stack to Stuart. Wits to Gorn? Yep, and then probably, um, just because it kind of worked out with the, the buyers and I just, just felt like having a little risk. Yep. I'm going to downgrade. I'm going to incomplete my midfield wow um and i'm thinking i might go crips out just because he's coming on his buy he's he's really inconsistent i just don't feel like dealing with that inconsistency at yep. the moment um, particularly in quite a strong outfit i'm uh, i'm gonna have a dip potentially this isn't locked in yet but yep. uh have a dip on lipinski because i watched that game and i know it was against carlton but he looked like like a you know 200 gamer he yeah right. fantastic like in a midfield that has Bont, McRae, Dunkley, who's on fire, all running through it, he he like probably it seemed like he had the cleanest clearances. Okay. Uh, yeah, I didn't really get to like watch a lot of the game, so I'll take your word for it. But um, can't really argue with what he put up. Had like one one twenty nine or something. Absolutely huge. Yeah. I don't know if I'll follow same suit. However, or I'm also this uh, is another lateral. I'm also looking at a little four hundred k up, but a little bit cheaper. Played in the VFL this week, had 23 touches, scored an 83. Could be the Brad Crouch in the second half of the season, just an underpriced premium in Dan Hanabry. Now, I didn't want to start with him because of all these injury worries, but apparently, from some of the very few reports I've read, they completely like unpacked his injuries and all his history and really like stripped it back and then tried to like rebuild him as a player. Apparently, like changed his running style and all sorts of shit. So, hopefully. That means that he can uh, string a couple of games together. Because if he can, there's no reason why he can't go up 200 grand. If that's not a sports wife fry scoop, I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm all I think for... that's pretty popular news out there. That like, I don't know how, oh, yeah. how deep, hey, deep hey, they went matter. in. But... If you hadn't heard, now you heard. Yeah, exactly. If you don't know, now you know. So I, uh, I like the Hanabry move. I'm pretty. I'm all in on a can you find another Brad Crouch? Because they, yeah. they just come back halfway through the season. Like if Sam Doherty came back... You'd be like, all oh, right, yeah, it's wildly underpriced. Let's grab him. There's just those guys who but, pop up every now and then, but you've got to take them when they pop up. I was going like, to say... You don't want to miss liver by two weeks, and then you just, it's not worth it. You're right. Um, the one that is kind of an example of how bad this can turn out, you could say, is Stephen Hill, who had a like sub-30 um, on Saturday. Return, yeah, yeah, after a long time off. Speaking of liver... Yep. Uh, he's out, which is another thing that just sort of went, went in, in favour of the Le, potential Lipinski move. I did read or as well. Or a McRae in, or a Bond yeah, in, who looked great in that first quarter of Bond. I, I did uh, read as well that Liber, his injury isn't as bad as first thought, like it's not an ACL or anything 
terrible, which is great. But yeah, he'll definitely miss a couple of games. And he was clearly vital for that Bulldogs midfield because yeah. when he went out, they burned. You know, like so. There's something missing. There's obviously like a big gap in that. In that, so it's either going to be McRae or Bond. It's going to be one of those fellas, or it could be, hopefully, the Pits. True. Yeah, I think back to a little bit to Stephen Hill and um, Dan Hanbury. Like it. it does sometimes pay to wait one week. Like yep. Lipinski's had three games, so yeah. it's not as much of a risk. If Dan Hanbury is named, it is a bit of a gamble bringing him in unseen. But uh, I think you know his break even sixty eight. He's mighty. He can average a couple of eighties at worst. That's what we wanted from Brad Crouch. We wanted him to get to ninety, and the dude's averaging one hundred and eleven. There's no reason Hanbury can't do that. He's done it before. Yeah, look, if you and if you gonna go down from a guy who is you're underwhelmed with even if it's someone like Cripps who just did have a 190 so don't forget about that but True. I, I'm just just with the buy coming up it makes sense but if you're going to go down you might want to wait on one of those guys just because you know they might not come back well but they might just get you an 80 and that's all you need really True. You know, like you, they would have bloody outperformed Paddy Cripps this week you know so yeah bloody Paddy Cripps he's gone from the Frustrating, led off the frustrating five in round 12, no, 11, and then, yeah, got plus five last week after a big score, back to negative five this week, Yeah, fantasy enigma, that bloke. Yeah, he's doing a bit of a Elliot Yo of last year, and you just don't know quite what's coming up, and it's, even though he still gets you the scores over the long run, it's mighty frustrating. Well, let's let's unpack that quickly before we do go to AD and the trade to the Lakers, um... Where do you stand on trading out some guys like that, like premiums? Because I'm really of the belief, especially, like, it's a little bit different. If I'd have kept Dusty and Dunkley in my team all year and just patched up rookies, they eventually did come good. He's a huge gamble, and I don't think you can afford to sit on a premium the whole time. But, like, Brayshaw's another example of someone that I held who, fingers crossed, can get a couple more hundreds and big 120s now. Cripps, we've seen his huge ceiling, so... Like I said to you, if he gets 151 game and then 60 to get 210 um, total points, you know what I mean? Yeah. Average 105 over a two-week period. Like oh, not all fantasy scores are created equally. Yeah, I agree. I uh, I'm look. I, I, if it wasn't the round 14 buy thing, I yep. wouldn't trade Crips out. I don't think. Um, but I, I reckon if you see an opportunity and if you see a gap and you want to go for it, like it's the sort of move that can win your season. You True. know, like oh, you knew in your league or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm for it. Like I took a gamble last year and went down, someone down to Shuey. I didn't pay off, but it was like still, it just made it more fun. Honestly, yeah. it's all for fun in the end of it. That's <laughs> part of the reason I kind of got, went Fife over Merritt. Bring your favourite bloody player. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to win anything of note this season. I'm going to bring in my favourite player yeah. for my team. Absolutely. How much better does it make it when like you have sh- more stake or, in it yeah yeah Bunga Hearn scoring for it just makes your game so much more enjoyable bring your favourite players in have fun with it I yeah, reckon it is a lot more fun that yeah. way you're right alright so uh, quick sports by Fry league update do you know where you're uh, sitting no in? Could, okay. I am 89th Oof. right now so not too great I'm going to scroll through and see if I can track you down but yeah there's 120 total people in there so like I said I didn't uh, didn't have the greatest week but I hope I can make a big jump this week I'm sitting yeah right around uh, yeah god that's terrible I can't find you 41 oh there you 41. go not too bad slowly getting there yeah I uh, would love to I'd love to place top 10 in that are you in any other leagues or no just the west coast one I didn't no, know okay. how to get out of so <laughs> 
just quickly, like, yeah. if we're going into NBA, mm-hmm. I don't think we've... For, there's the AD thing, but we haven't talked about the rappers. <laughs> we haven't, holy yeah. crap. Yeah, I don't even think about that. So All right, well, let's do AD first, because, okay. yeah, congrats right. to Toronto. We'll unpack that as well. Might be a bit of a longer podcast, but who cares? Um, so, yes, Anthony Davis is now a Laker. I literally rolled over this morning, a bit dusty, woke up and uh, opened my phone. First thing I did was check Twitter, like kind of without even thinking, which is a bit sad and <laughs> committed to my phone, but yes. whatever. Yeah. Um, did that, and there's a message from uh, Anthony. Shout out to Anthony. And he goes, have you seen that Anthony Davis has been traded to the Lakers? So I was like, sat upright, quick post everywhere. Woke up to your message saying, wake your ass up, yeah. get reporting. So what do you reckon uh, initially off the bat about the Anthony Davis LA manoeuvre? Felt pretty inevitable. Yeah. Uh, I... Uh... I reckon um, the Lakers ripped him off. We've been talking about this a bit. I, we both reckon that the Lakers just absolutely pulled one over. I'm partially... I did initially state that, but after looking a little bit into what the picks situation is, I do feel like the Pelicans could emerge winners in this scenario, but I totally agree with Yeah. You. Like, it was a great move for LA, like, getting AD. You have to... Like, while you have LeBron in his prime, you have to just go for it. Absolutely. And AD is, like, literally, on his day, the best player in the league. Um, so you've kind of got two, potentially two of the top five. That's huge. It's yeah. like, that's massage sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, I think if I was, uh, not Del Demps anymore, whoever's down, David Griffin yep. and the New Orleans Pelicans, I would have, I would have much preferred try and get three off New York and just go, there you go, RJ, Zion, do it. Like, RJ is still could be the best player in this draft. Very next much so. Next generation or Zion Williamson. So it's just like, fuck it. There's three stars in this draft. I reckon, even if I got less back, I would have gone the, the Knicks pick. But um, but it's a great trade for the Lakers. And I guess they get a, plenty of value back from in, in New Orleans. Exactly, yeah. We sat down uh, before doing this podcast and had a little bit of a play trying to do our own mock draft and drafting a couple of players. I'm going to do an article probably before the draft Wednesday talking about who the fourth best player in this draft is because that's a topic that is a little bit of a grey area. We know yeah. there's the clear three that'll go one, two, three, but who is now New Orleans going to take it for? Um, so New Orleans got pick four from the Lakers in the trade. The full details is that the Pels are sending, oh, sorry, the Lakers are sending Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, and then a couple of first rounders. They get this year's number four, top eight protected 2021 pick, an unprotected 2023 and 2025, which is after LeBron's contract up, mind you, and a pick swap in 2024. So they've got a couple of future, future assets, which I liked to see. Oh, David yeah. Griffin's good at his job. Yeah, no, I agree. And that's, uh, it was a good haul. Like, there was nothing wrong with it. I just did, I just guess I didn't really love the players they got back. But um, at least they got, like, high-ceiling high Brandon Ingram. I guess potentially high-ceiling Lonzo Ball. I don't know. Great defender, though. Like, long-rangey, crafty defender, good playmaker. Um, but I just think, uh, yeah, maybe one more piece. Josh Hart, not bad. But yeah, both team, both Ingram and uh, Lonzo Ball finished the season on the injury list, and that tends to be a bit injuries. of a yeah, it tends yeah. to be a bit of a theme with Lonzo has like, an ankle and then mm-hmm. does a shoulder, some other stuff. So durability is sometimes a player's best asset, and uh, Lonzo doesn't seem to have a hell of a lot of it. Yeah, this is funny. It's, half of it feels like luck, half of it genuine does feels like durability is like a stat like it's so weird though logically doesn't make sense but it just happens well that's like 
I can't remember who was talking Lou about this. Will, probably Bill. In ages or something. Probably like. Bill Simmons, but he was talking about Embiid just randomly missing a few playoff games. It's like if you've got a dude like that, you can't have them just miss game four because, yeah. like, if they're there, they can literally just win you the game off their own back. Yeah. Like Giannis, those types. So yeah, it's interesting to see how Ingram and Lonzo Ball's careers pan out. In Nola, good luck to them. Yeah, it doesn't feel great for those two. They feel like real losers. What do you reckon uh, New Orleans should do in this draft? Do they, with pick four, maybe try and move back and get a few future assets? Maybe a couple of bites at the cherry, swapping with Atlanta? Oh. What do you reckon they use it to try and draft someone to complement the pieces they've got now and really launch? Because if they, that pick number four turns into a decent player, there's no reason why they can't push to be a playoff team. Yep, I... Uh, with Zion as well. I would take... You know, I would take a flyer on yep. someone who I think could be a superstar. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, trading back, I'm always a fan. I'm always a fan of trading back for, say, pick 20 and next year's first rounder or something like that. Something that is going to get you a potential... It doesn't matter if that drops because then you can just trade back again. Yeah. Like, That's really what I want the Cavs to do from five. I think... They're the most likely team that'll probably do a deal with Atlanta if Atlanta wants to move up. Because yeah. let's be honest, they don't need the plethora of young dudes. They just need to kind of hit on another dude. And then they're pretty set with Collins and Trey yeah. Young. So Trey Young looks great. Pick 8, 10, and 17 is what Atlanta has. So they could maybe send two of them to the Cavs for five. But I kind of want a, a future something. Yeah, but I don't know if it'll happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two of them for five would be nice. Take one and then trade back with the other. Uh, honestly, like I'm not opposed to doing stuff like that. Still get a player because you kind of want a player out of a draft. Yeah, I reckon. true. You need like prospects, but if you can Especially turn, us, if you can turn one first rounder into two, doesn't matter where they are. They're still it's still two first rounders. I kind of I, I'm big on that. So it'd be cool if the Cavs did that. But I like Hunter there as well. Yeah, I don't mind Hunter. Culver, I kind of like the looks of, but a bit interesting prospect. He's got good playmaking chops, so that could maybe help him play next to Colin. Very interesting to see if they go Darius Garland as well, who a lot of people are kind of comparing to Kyrie, but the similarities are that they're score-first point guards and they missed yeah. the majority of their college seasons. So right. he played six games, then tore his meniscus, yeah. and a lot of people are saying that he could be like another all-star perennial like Dave Lillard type so be interesting if they uh, opt to try and grab him oh there you go I just refreshed Twitter something sitting here Darius Garland says I'm the best guard in this draft so there you go there you go you've heard it from Darius he told you you've heard it from Darius's mouth out of Fry's mouth right here on the Sports by Fry podcast so there you go there's no more questions there we go there's the draft like if you want a guard draft Darius Garland because apparently best there is you know what I love that in someone though that's what you I'm, can't that's be the best there is if you don't want to be the best there is and say, say you are. are. So, yeah, yeah I kind of yep. Well, that's moved him up in my estimation. I really wouldn't mind if the Cavs took a flyer on him, and I know it's probably not an ideal thing to have two ball dominant guys who relish having the possession of the rock. But we don't have anything else. Like if we get Garland does deliver and become like a Dave Lillard type, we could be Portlandish in the way that we have our offense. You know what I mean? Just two scoring guards and then build around them yeah I don't we talked about this earlier I don't yeah. love that move um, I think I like Hunter for you guys if you are picking with that pick just yeah. because I I love what he offers just from like a yeah I'll be your third best player and defend oh, I just love that I think that's yeah. awesome and I'm like pretty 
high high floor, high floor, maybe not super high ceiling, but like you need that in a rebuild. You're and right. then next year you get another top three pick because you you haven't got much better. I know. Well, I've kind of pivoted because I was saying that initially. I was like, I want to do who can be like our Gary Harris. You know what I mean? Mm. You need you can't draft all that. But at five, I'm like, you know what? Just take it like take you said. What, what New Orleans should do it for? Like we should just take a chance on someone who could have the highest ceiling. Yeah. Because really, we have nothing. Like, we need a superstar to build around. We've got nothing really to build around. So we need something to build around. If Garland yeah. becomes a bomb, trade Colin Sexton. Like, that's yeah. all right. Yeah, I, I don't mind. I'm not I just, emotionally uh, attached to it. I think there's better things to do. I think different positions. But that's coming up on... That's Friday. It is. Thursday, US time, if you're a, you are a US listener. I don't know. They no, I think it's... are, son. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you're right. I was going to say it's the other way around, but no, you got me. There's, 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 probably, there's a couple of US and... Uh, um, Canadian listeners out there, absolutely. So I don't think we don't think we planned on doing a mock draft sort of draft breakdown, but there you go, we did one that yeah. evolved from the Lakers thing. So. I'm going to do a uh, try to do a video slash podcast a little bit on. I'm going to do a mock draft a couple of days before, and I'll talk a little bit about like five specific players. So yeah. it'd be interesting to unpack that one. But yeah, two seconds. Well, there we go. We got listeners in the UK, Spain, Sweden. Everywhere. Sports by Fry's going global, mate. Global. Love it. Speaking of going global, the uh, NBA Championship trophy now resides in Canada. Ooh, the Toronto nice. Raptors are the NBA champions. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a bit, of, bit of pill for us. How, uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, how bad has your FOMO been in the last uh, week? Yeah, pretty bad. Mine is peaking. Pretty bad. <laughs> so for anyone who doesn't know, we live like uh, right above Air Canada Centre. If we dropped a, a rock off our balcony... A long time later, because we were up very high, it would it, we could hit Jurassic Park, you know. So it was um, literally we, at our floor. Yeah, we would have had to go through those crowds to get our shopping, you know. Yeah. Like, so it was uh, we were kind of really missing out there. Um, so that's why we got serious FOMO. But yeah, super excited to see a new champion. Glad it's like Toronto, like deserving city, long suffering, like sort of got a special place in my heart. Yeah. So. Yes, absolutely so right up there with the most random NBA finals you'll ever see. That had so many different storylines and yeah. plot twists and like Kevin Durant's whole saga and then Clay Thompson and like Steph Curry had a 49 point, 48 point game in yeah. there. That's kind of just lost. Kawhi didn't really have any like amazing games. He was fucked. He was so tired. Yeah, just but Kyle Lowry had like a couple of bursts. Fred Van Vliet had some stupid Barker shots. did as well. Yeah. It was, like, it was um, a real interesting series. But it was, it felt a little flat. They just, it didn't feel like there was as much buzz about it. And I think it was probably the like, because it was just two random teams kind of squaring yeah. off. Kind of like when it was um, Miami versus OKC. Yeah, right. And you, even that had buzz because it was KD versus LeBron, but it was... I don't know. It it wasn't as exciting as like a, a Cavs Warriors because there's like You're right. the history. Yeah. I was kind of like, huh? Like maybe we didn't appreciate that enough. That and it's because it's so close to the draft and the start of free agency. Like there's so many other talking points. Anthony Davis, D'Angelo Russell, and Kyrie Irving have been like more talked talked about more than the NBA Finals in the last week. I reckon. Yeah, but I, I guess that's the comparison. Like th- that probably was still going on last year, but it. There just wasn't as many storylines. LeBron's not in it, like the biggest True. star in basketball. That makes a difference. And I don't know. It did feel a little flat in a funny way, but um, still super exciting to see it. Like, go to someone else. I, I like that. 
Glad that uh, Kyle Lowry and Mark Gasol now have a ring. Serge Ibaka gets very a ring. Cool. Yeah, very Fred cool. Van Vliet gets a ring. Oh, look, a lot of Drake gets a ring. He's having a good time. <laughs> just ask him. He's just having... He's have you listened to his new songs? No, I haven't. Neither actually. have I, actually. But, um, you know, it's just... Play like, the outro. I kind of feel a bit sorry for um, the Raptors players because they kind of get a bit overshadowed by Drake sometimes. Yeah. Like, like he's front and centre in a lot of the, like, Instagram photos and graphics that I see of them like yeah they're winning game five yeah like those those sort of pinboard style things where it's just all their faces and drapes in the middle holding and I'm like (laughs) fuck like that doesn't make any sense that's just so unfair for poor old Toronto you don't want a super fan that huge you don't put photos of Nav in these uh, graphics why do you put photos of Drake Nav's a bigger fan he's been there for 24 long years (laughs) poor old Nav wonder if he could hold the trophy oh mate who knows um, I had a look at the, just to further rub solar balloons, I had a look at the parade route the other day. She goes uh, straight down Lakeshore, right past her front gate. Yeah, I know. You bring up things like that all week, and I just can kind of like, <laughs> yeah. I, try and, I try and just go, oh, cool, I don't care. But I, you know, stop doing it. It's pretty nasty, mate. You know? Not long now, mate, and then uh, there'll be nothing to talk about uh, basketball yeah. wise. Oh, no, that's right. We've got the draft coming up, we've got free agency as well. But you know what? It does get become a very cold NBA winter. It does. It does. Uh, we've had the, the hatches. We've had the AD trade now, so that can't save us from a uh, yeah. terrible like August slump. Nice September, a quiet time. Let's just hope there's a big Denver free agency signing with potentially Millsap off the books. Of course, we'll bring him back. I think we'll I think just bring so. him back at a big discount. Yeah. And then we'll probably have you know like fifteen mil or something, or probably not that much. Just an extra never ten know. mil. You never know. <laughs> Extra 10 mil to play around with. Very possible. Let's uh, dip a little bit into free agency. And then uh, there's something else I wanted to talk about. I forgot now already. But yeah, with the summer coming up, we've heard a lot about potentially players shifting, moving around spots. What do you reckon happens with the Golden State Warriors now? They've got Kawhi suffering this ACL. Kevin Durant on an Achilles. They're going to probably lose guys like Kevon Looney. Uh, Quinn Cook's probably going to get signed somewhere else. Someone's going to give them a bit more money. Boogie, he's going to leave. Iguodala, Livingston, they're a year older. They're in a very precarious situation. Yeah, it's... I don't know, actually, with Golden State. I still think Curry is... I mean, we were talking about it during the finals. He still might be... We think he's maybe a top 10 player of all time. Yeah, cool. He's got Um, pretty much got a case. He's still arguably the best player in the world just because, like, he is a bucket. Like, he is the best shooter by so far. There's daylight between him and the best shooter, who's Clay, and then there's daylight again. Yeah. So they'll be okay. They've got Draymond Green. They've got him. They'll, but it's so tough because you kind of have to offer. You definitely have to offer Clay. Yeah, I agree. You have off, to give him the coming off to. an ACL, and then you kind of have to offer KD like maybe a two-yearer max though. Like yeah. So obviously another one and one for like thirty-three million. Yeah. Like, I don't. I honestly don't know if they can do both. Financially, because they've got 17 mil committed to Iggy. Draymond's on some bucks now, I think. I can't really remember. Livingston's on like seven. I'll I'll get him up as we go. But Boogie's was five and a half. He's obviously going to go. But yeah, they're in a very interesting situation. Yeah, you just hope... They'll still be okay. They'll still be perennial contenders, I think. But it it hurts having to offer two, essentially, maxes. They're just for this year, but... Like the KD thing would be a bit weird, but yeah, having to offer that those two guys coming off like potentially career-altering injuries. Yeah, there's no guarantee that they're going to be the same type of player again. Oh. As bad as it sounds, like 
you have to think about that when these things come happen. It's brutal, but I, I feel like I feel like integrity within an organization is almost just as valuable. Yep. As a I mean I mean a couple of championships is different, but or the cap space, um, but being like a yeah an honorable organization I think goes a long way. So you've got to be uh, careful of that. But yeah, tough spot for Golden State. I don't know what I could I don't know yeah, if it's I could GM them out of it. You know? Yeah. Well. The official numbers, Draymond's owed $18.5 million this year, and then he's a free agent. Iggy's owed $17 million, and then he's a free agent. Oh, and I mean, Livingston's owed $7.7 mil, and then he's a free agent. So mm-hmm. Iggy and Livingston will probably retire on the back of those two, you reckon? Probably, but... yeah. They, they must be close. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. We'll, I guess we'll just wait and see. It's, yeah. It's about I think, to really heat up. I think what will happen is Clay will stay and KD will go. Apparently, there was something I listened to on Bill Simmons's podcast earlier. He was saying that Jay Williams reported something about the Warriors trying to get everything they could out of KD because they know he's going to leave. I was yep, like, oh, that could sense. be interesting. And apparently, like Williams and KD are kind of tight, so that like might be semi reputable. You need to remember that. And a lot of people are saying that this could get ugly, but I don't know how it's going to end ugly. I think whatever KD's gone. It seems like he's had one foot out the door all year. It's kind of like LeBron to the Lakers all over again. Yeah. I agree. Yep. It's, uh, I think he, he should go to LA. I reckon. Go to the Clippers? Yeah. Or the Lakers? Clippers. And that, Clippers will just wait for him. They're like, yeah, we'll wait a year. That's fine. UK bloody day. Yeah, that would be a nice one. Unless Kawhi goes to the Clippers. Oh no, he could just have them both. You reckon, uh, you reckon Kawhi's gonna leave? Oh mate, I don't know. Like, it's so tough to say. I, I think probably. Me too. Uh, and you know what? That, that I, is such it a seems like everyone situation. in Toronto is just okay with it. Like you got us a chip. It kind of wasn't your fault that you were here. Like you came here and you're like, right, I'm here for a year. Let me give you my all. We got a chip out of it. Yeah, I, I'm I, sure I, they would much rather keep him. You know what I mean? But they can't be unhappy. I feel like um, it, it sounds like he really appreciates the way they let him load manage and things like that. I, I guess other teams would be just as willing to do it. And the city loves him. Like he is oh, beloved. No, like that's the thing. I. I would do very different things if I was a player. Well, let's, uh, let's do that then. If you were Kawhi, what would you do? Stay in Toronto? Just re-up for the match? Probably. Yeah. Yep. Um, you could be the king. Well, you already are, let's be honest. New York would be very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's what I'd be doing. I'd either be staying in a city that just loves me, and it's like, yep, I will probably go down as the best player to play here. Yeah. Maybe for the next 50 years sort of thing, like... The city will love me. I'll be a star. Like I'm the face of the country. Yeah. I would probably stay. He obviously doesn't mind small markets. He stayed at, like he was in San Antonio for so long. For ages, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. That's what I would do. What about you? I would probably stay. I mean, like we've kind of experienced it firsthand at how crazy and passionate those Raptors fans are and how Nuts. beloved they are. So, yeah, if you're a... Shout out, shout out to T.O. If you were a free agent, you would... Oh, sorry, if you were a pending free agent, you've got to take that into consideration. For sure. I mean, like, I guess New York, any city's going to love you if you're playing well for them. But True. Yeah, he's got a great cast around him. Siakam is just looking great. I don't know. It's, it's not a bad situation. Lowry will become cheap soon, and then it's like, oh, we can do some stuff. Yeah. Great GM as well. Like, the best GM. Well, have you heard the Masai Ujiri uh, talks? Like, what's been happening with him in Washington? Uh, no, but I heard that Washington wanted out Conley from Denver, so they're obviously hunting some big names. Yeah, they're uh, apparently offering him the job plus, like, ownership stake. Wow. Some pretty, like, hefty stuff. And, like, it 
salary that would make him like the highest paid GM in the history of America. So Ujiri would definitely be able to get Washington out. He's the one dude. I'm like, yeah, I agree. Yeah, he's it might take him eight years, but I reckon he'll get him out. Yeah, he's unreal at his job. Yeah, for sure. Great GM, absolutely. All right, so like we said a little bit ago about uh, Denver having a little bit of money to play with, what do you think would be an ideal scenario this off-season? What would you like to see them now? Uh, uh, Expectations tempted, you know what I mean? Like yeah, any, anyone who can offer um, solid three-point shooting and great D. Yep. Uh, I mean, that's... I feel like Denver's pretty good, savvy veteran somewhere. As long as they're like high character, I, I, like Sam Millsap fits the bill. Um, yeah. If, he, if we can get him at a bit of a discount. Well, he's got a thirty million dollar club option, so yeah. So obviously, renounce that and then try and get him back for like ten mil. Yeah, and just just talk to him through it. Obviously, you know, like just like hey, I just we don't think you're worth thirty, and he knows that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I uh, I don't mind Millsap coming back. Someone like a PJ Tucker, I don't know if he's a free agent. Someone like a Trevor Reza. Trevor um, Reza is a free agent. Yeah. I'm just getting up a list of some of those small forwards. Yeah, Damari Carroll is in that mould a little bit. Thaddeus yeah. Young. Yep. Any mm. of those guys. Trey Lyles. Just Wilson Jandler back. Trey Lyles is going out the doors, probably. Yeah. So, um, yeah. If you lost Lyles and... Paul Millsap, would you be alright with like loading up on another power forward type? There's not a hell of a lot out there, but you could maybe get Jabari Parker, Tobias Harris. Yeah, I oh, I mean if we could get Tobias Harris. You'd probably oh, actually God, I don't no think you'd way. be able to get Tobias Harris. But yeah. it depends. Like you might get him for a discount if you renounce Paul. I think that would give you about twenty mil totals. So probably not enough. But still it might be conceivable. Yeah, well he's obviously yeah, hell yeah. I would. Yeah. I didn't think it was in a combo, really. But um, other than that, yeah, it's probably not. Big. Actually, that was probably a bit of a reach, but yeah, that'd be almost best case fine. scenario. I, I don't, it really doesn't matter for us. I don't think like we've got we're pretty full, so True. anything's a bonus for Denver. Um, but yeah, there's a couple of interesting free agents floating around the midsection. I mean, I don't know what you boys are going to do. It'd be very interesting to see what we've said this earlier. What veterans the Cavs position around some of these young kids? Super important. We've assembled a weird but kind of cool coaching staff like we got John Beeline we got some college chick from uh, what you know I think she was University of Georgia maybe I can't remember but anyway she's like just a random college girls coach S- and now she's like our assistant god like yeah no I overhyped her I, I made the made a mistake on oh, what okay. I stated but I think she's taken them to the tournament like eight straight years and like they have done she's kind of done one like 23 games a year that's pretty fair yeah, yeah that's done well great effort yeah sounds like like a genius so. yeah so the very and JB Bickerstaff as well who's going to like apparently help um, John Beeline transition into NBA coaching so yeah. that'll be a very interesting coaching staff yeah it is a little bit um, yeah it's, it's all about that those good veterans honestly like a Richard Jefferson type who's just sort of got the tricks of the trade is fun it's not easy to like talk to and be around um, that's the key for you guys. Kobe really. Altman seems like a pretty good GM as well. So I think uh, I have, have faith. He hasn't really let me down so far. He's got a lot, like in trades that we've made since LeBron's left, he's got a lot of picks in return. So I think I remember we gained seven picks this year. We get like pick 26 in the draft nice. as well. So my uh, dream scenario for the draft would be to get, like if we get Culver or Garland or who else is in that mix? Um, DeAndre Hunter. Yep. Whatever. Like, I'm going to be pretty content with getting one of them. Yeah. Like, they all seem like they're going to be pretty good players. It's a good attitude. Culver is a bit questionable, but 
I think he also could just be a two-way star, so happy days. But pick 26, I really want us to try and get a bloke called Matisse Thibel. Okay. He's the guy from Washington who um, led the nation. He won the Defensive Player of the Year. I think he led the nation in steals, and he was like 20th in blocks, and he's a wing player. Right. He looks like a legend. Or, I don't know, he would not be in the conversation at pick 26, but that Brandon Clark bloke that I was telling you about, he's like a, a bit Draymondy, really good defensively right. as well. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we can now move back and get him. That'd be a nice move. But uh, yeah, the veterans will be very interesting to see how they pan out on our team. Like, Anyone I don't, you'd like? Oh, I don't know, it's tough to say. It'd be nice if we could get someone on our coaching staff who used to be a point guard just for Colin's sake. I reckon that would be helpful. Yeah. Um, I don't really know off the top of my head who would fit the bill. Chauncey Billups would be perfect, but I don't think he's been pried away from TV. Derek Fisher. Getting greedy. Yeah, maybe Derek Fish, but I hope they just don't commit a long financial thing to any of these veterans. Like, if you want to sign Jared Bayless, Rajon Rondo, like Danny, I don't know, Darren Collison, if you want to do that and give him like, like two years, that's fine, but don't go giving them like a four-year deal. We need like, just... Sink little uh, one year, two year, couple of deals. Build this team, and then like worry about trying to play yeah. in free agency. Do you have cap space, really? A little bit, not so much. Nothing? But okay. Kevin Love's ham uh, con- contract really hamstrings us. Yeah, right. J.R. Smith is still on our books as well, which you kind of forget. I know that uh, LeBron hasn't really left us in a great position. We got twenty six negative twenty six million dollars in cap space at the moment. Tristan Thompson's owed a lot. We've got Brandon Knight as well. But I think a lot of these are coming off our books either this year or next. I don't really know. Yeah, right. Anyway. Interesting to see. Plenty of uh, NBA news going to be talked about in the next couple of weeks and the last buy round. Any uh, quick thoughts on the Rolls-Royce tactic for this week? You're going to go Maxi Gorn as a skipper on debut? Uh, honestly. Tommy Stewart, maybe? No, definitely not Tommy Stewart. <laughs> but um, yeah, perhaps Maxi Gorn. He genuinely is in great form. They got the Dockers, who uh, don't really have any ruckman. Sean Darcy, Darcy went play all great. game. Yeah, yeah he went all game. Apparently, he was cramping up in his calves. Did you see Joe Brown talking him? Nah, I only oh, watched sporadic parts um, and then tuned in the last five minutes. Every the I, I didn't get to watch too much of it. I, I just didn't look out for him, I guess. But um. All the commentators were raving about how well Darcy did, so... Yeah, okay. Um, I don't know, I guess, it, but going up against Max Gons a different beast. This so is true. I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty interested to see Maxi Gon. Might come as the, the old Rollsy, you never know. Or I might just plonk it back on Gaffy and say you got one more week just to Hard really to ramp that. it up. Well, so. Lysette, Westhoff and Paddy Ryder all had 70s against us on the weekend, so... Max Gorn might not be great. He might be one of those, Darcy, might be one of those types that kind of like nullifies Ruckman when yeah, he sometimes maybe. plays him. So, yeah, maybe I won't, but if I uh, can turn Walsh to Jack McRae, maybe I can do that one. He does have a, a uh, does have a Collingwood matchup, a Collingwood. but his numbers against the Pies are mighty tasty. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Why not? Just, I reckon, I love the old Rolls-Royce tactic. Gotta yeah. go with it. Would have got, got me the captain on Dunkley this week. So, and cool. Paddy Dangerfield last week. Hey, you can't complain having Josh Kelly as your skipper, mate. Yeah, that, that worked out pretty well. He's someone who I have to get into my team. 100%. Hopefully, I can. Uh, favourite in the league. Yeah, hopefully, I can trade him in soon. Uh, I will discuss my trade plans on tomorrow's podcast that I'll do the round wrap up. Then, after that, uh, what else have I got this week? Maybe a draft one. And then probably try and do a team selection one on Thursday night. Got another Thursday night game this week, I think, from memory. Let me get that up quickly. I think it's us. It is. You guys. Yeah. West Coast and Essendon. That'll be interesting. And then Friday, we've got the Swans 
and Hawks for full lockout. So Gaffey's probably the vice captain option for the West Coast Eagles. There's a good thought. Yes, sir. Anyone with uh, Zach Merritt maybe want to have a play there as well? Why not? Yeah, Interesting. Fly. Want to see Natanui out there? Oh, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. I'd love to see him. Nearly out. saw him at uh, Edison DJing on the weekend, apparently. Oh, shout out to Nick Nat. Shout out to Nick Nat. So, hope he's uh, healthy and ready to vault the Eagles to a flag and win me some money. All right, time to wrap this thing up. Thanks again for sitting down, J-Lo. No worries, mate. Another smooth transition to end once again. Thanks for tuning in to another Sunday sit-down. Be back with a couple more podcast episodes this week. My round wrap-up will be up very shortly. And then, of course, you can check out my Dream Team Talk Rookies and Cash Cow Guide on Wednesday at their site. And then all sorts of other things will be happening on sportsbyfright.com. Got my new mock draft coming out. Got a few other bits and pieces I'm going to work on before the draft. And then might even do an impromptu podcast the day of the draft after... We see where everybody lands. But yes, thanks again for tuning in. Good luck for round 14 in the buys. Until next time, peace.